Welcome back, everyone. This is Nerds Who Get Laid. Sometimes. Duo edition. <laughs> hey. <laughs> We've got Mike in the studio, and I'm Ray, and that's that's it. We're the only ones getting laid this time. Yep. So, Or maybe not. Or maybe not. <laughs> or sometimes. Um, so, I, I don't know if this is sad news or good news. It's hard to say, really. Um... Nate and TJ are not here right now, and this is the first time we've been able to actually discuss it on the podcast, but um, apparently TJ got Nate pregnant, and Nate's wife is back in town today, so they're having to have the talk. Yeah, uh, apparently uh, Natalie's uh, sex change was just, it was fully complete, like... Mm -hmm. It's not like an inside out penis now. It's a it's a full female reproductive system. Yeah, yeah. Very uh fertile reproductive system apparently. Yeah, like you know, they said that you know like TJ had, you know, messed on a toilet seat or something and uh Natalie sat on it, but yeah. So now no. there's a little T-nat on our on our way, on its way, I guess. Yeah, and I just hope the podcast can weather the storm. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll uh we'll be keeping you up to date on how that goes. Um <coughs> and we hope to have them back with us soon, hopefully. Yeah, we we may have to change the name of the podcast to nerds who get each other pregnant sometimes. Sometimes, because that does happen sometimes yeah, here. Sometimes. First time for everything. Exactly, exactly. It's a it's a new day in, in WGLS land here, so a, a brave new world out there. Yes. All right, well, Mike, how are you doing this week? I'm doing pretty good. It's been a busy week, uh, but I'm here now. I uh, had a good day off and nice. looking forward to working tomorrow. I can't. No, no I'm not looking forward <laughs> to that, but it's happening. Yeah, yeah. So you had a good 4th of July. Today's the, f- we record on Sunday, so this is the 5th of July, and you'll be hearing it on the 6th of July, but. Uh, no, I worked uh, 3rd and the 4th, so the legally oh, okay. observed and the actual holiday. Gotcha, gotcha. I was so you're work. raking in that cash, right? Well, that actually, yeah. Holiday on, uh, overtime? Well, my position gets half time actually, oh, over okay. 40, but. Uh, yeah, there's some compensation working on holidays, so not That's a big cool. deal. That's cool. uh, and I got today off, so hey, there you go. What ifs? What ifs? What ifs? Well, and you're here with us tonight, and that's more than we can say for everyone else. Yeah, so. all those people <laughs> letting us down. What about you, Ray? How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, um, yeah. Just, it's been busy as heck at work, but uh, um, hopefully that won't continue this next week. Friday was a little bit slower, but oh. I had four days and Mondays in a row, so that was pretty wild. Ooh, that's definitely the worst case of the Mondays I have mm. ever heard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, uh, despite these terrible weeks coming ahead, like uh, after Tuesday, I'll be working 10 days straight. Oh, goodness. That'll be fun. Yeah. But uh, then we've got InfinityCon. Yeah, that's coming up soon. We have It's less than two weeks away now. It is so 13 days. 13 days away. So, yeah, one less than two weeks away. It's true. So, One uh, more. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a hell of a day. Um, yeah. Jake the Snake. Jake the Snake. Uh, like Getting to meet him is going to be awesome. <clears throat> all our, all the walkers that are coming out from The Walking Dead. And just everyone just being in the same place with so many people from around the area that are into the same things that we're into. Uh, we're excited to to meet with you guys and see you and everything. So should be a good time. Yeah, just bring the nerd community together and uh, you know, maybe meet your love of your life. Exactly. Yeah. Just nerd on. Exactly. I don't know what that means. Make actually. a small nerd family. Like, you're giving me a nerd on? Oh, maybe yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, it's yeah. like. Maybe something like that. Yeah, that's what I thought when you said it. <laughs> All right. Well, you ready to hit the news? Now it's time for Ray with the news. Old man Hancock gonna tell the news. Listen to the news. Listen to the news. Old man Hancock telling all the news. Don't snooze. So we're hearing his voice. Cause he's gonna tell some nerd news. Nerd news. 
All right, so uh, we had some some uh, Twitter pictures go up this week. Uh, Paul Fig from um, Ghostbusters put up pic- photos of the uniforms from Ghostbusters Three and the proton packs. Did you get to see those? I did not. You did not. Okay. Well, yeah. um, he posted those up. The proton packs to me look pretty, pretty cool. Um, they're still very like industrial looking. They're not like fancy. Um, there was one thing that got pointed out to uh, to me by one of an internet writer is that there is a um, radiation symbol on it, but right in the middle there's a heart. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost just like an F U. Yeah, I they're a little square. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the suits look. I mean, they just look. They're normal. Uh, yeah, they're flight suits. Yeah, it, it's, it's nothing, nothing wild. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I still think this is going to be a mess. Um, but I mean, we'll see. Well, you know what? I mean, if it's a good movie, it's a good movie. Exactly. And I, yeah, and I'd like to see a franchise made out of this. Although I'm. One hundred percent certain it's going to get, no, well, maybe ninety nine percent. That it's going to get mishandled in some way. I'm sure, and yeah. it's going to kill you know everything for the purists. But anything like this that happens, I'm I'm completely okay with eating my words later and being like, you know what, I was wrong. That was a good movie, but uh, as of right now, I just don't I just don't see it happen. Well, that's what I thought about Jurassic World. You know, I went in fully expecting yeah. it to be terrible and. It was pretty damn good. Yeah, we. I mean, we had seen the trailers and everything, and the first trailer looked pretty good. And then they kept on and on about the genetics, genetically spliced dinosaur that they had, and it was like, ah, oh, guys, this just isn't looking good. And they turn like conversations into one-liners. Yeah, yeah. So everything's all out of context. And then there's the uh, Chris Pratt dri- uh, riding, riding motorcycles, motorcycles with his Velociraptor buddies. Yeah, it was just such an, an odd shot if you don't have the context of the movie. Yeah. But after seeing it, it was basically dinosaurs just kicking each other's ass and that was exactly what I wanted out of a Jurassic Park movie. Yeah, and the you know, the acting wasn't amazing, but it wasn't bad. Uh it was a oh, pleasant no, 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 surprise. No, no. So, yeah, I love to be proven wrong, especially about stuff from my childhood that I love that I think they're going to shit all over. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and I feel like I feel like that's just the case all the time. Well, like I'm kind of holding off uh, watching Terminator Genesis just because it's got such terrible reviews. Yeah. And this the trailers, just like Jurassic World, yeah. uh, just, just additionally made it look worse and worse and worse. Yeah, I, I, I'm hoping that that one ends up coming through because I've read, uh, like, it doesn't have great reviews right now, but I've read a few people that, are, that have said things like, you know, this could relight the franchise, and this is what the you know the last two movies should have been and stuff like that so i can't say the positive reviews i've seen have been incredibly positive like you know they're just praising the movie but the vast majority of people say it's just terrible i think i read one that said that it seemed like some someone from disney or marvel had taken over this and really like made it something some something like incredibly positive like that but uh yeah, I'm. I'm just waiting to see. I've I've tried to tried to a few times. Uh, some things have fallen through or something. I'm like Allison, let's go see Terminator, and she's like, nah. <laughs> so nah. that's not happening. So we'll see. Um, speaking of people shitting all over your childhood, um, is this the man who shit all over my childhood? Is he getting out of jail? <laughs> uh, Robert uh, Zim Zimkis Zemeckis Zemeckis. I can. I'm. I'm glad you're here because I will always butcher a name. Zemeckis, who is uh, Back to the Future. And Forrest Gump. Uh, yeah. Um, was asked recently about a future remake of Back to the Future. I am super happy about his answer. His answer was, not while he's alive. He's not, go- he's not into the idea of it at all. And he's interested in finding out a way that his estate can keep it from happening even after he dies. So uh, I think he, I believe in the interview, he said something to the effect of having a back to the future without, um, oh gosh, I lost his name. Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox is like have, uh, him inviting us over for a steak dinner and then decides to hold the beef. <laughs> so, <laughs> Wow, that's a... 
That's yeah. a really good way to put it. Yeah, yeah. So, so that <clears throat> will not be one that is going to be remade, rebooted, or sequeled anytime soon. So, there's something about that movie. I don't know what it is because uh, I don't know. It's just it's timeless. I yeah. don't I don't feel it's ever gone out of style. No, uh, no. Granted, almost anybody I've asked under the age of 25 whoever I've asked does not know about Back to the Future. Yeah. Like, and I, uh, of course, it elicits groans and whatnot, but it's just, it's just crazy how quick that movie fell off the map. Yeah. But just how amazingly good it is. And maybe it's because it deals with different time frames. Mm-hmm. It, it, in and of itself, becomes like, this story takes place in the 1980s. Yeah. Because it does. Yeah. You know, like, uh, it's hard to explain, but... No, I get it, yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's... it's um, it to me was one of the first real time travel movies that I watched as a, a kid or a young adult. Whenever, whenever I first saw it, um, that seemed to deal with time travel in a way that was like seemed like it would work. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like the way two starts out and everything. Like it's so confusing at first, and then you like put it together in your mind, and you're like, "Wow, this is really cool." These people really thought this through um so that that was really really nice also when robert was uh giving the interview he definitely like he definitely uh was he was talking about the jurassic world and everything and how that was you know one of the biggest films i think it's number eight or nine of the highest grossing field films ever now still up there yeah um and he knows that back to the future is already an established thing so if they put they did a, do another one he said it would rake in money he knows that but he's just not interested so i'm i'm glad to see that cuz it's it seems like someone a creator who has a little bit of a integrity for their artistic work so that's nice yeah he lets it hold up you know and and be its own statement i don't know, like maybe it's just me being nostalgic as uh from being a kid and everything but I feel that way about the Ghostbusters as well. I feel like those two. I films, do too. I feel like that's the other one that should be left alone. I just, I just, I don't know why I feel like it's timeless. I don't. I feel like if I could watch that movie today, if I'd never seen it, uh, even a kid today, I think they would enjoy it. Yeah, I, I think there's little things with some of the, um, the special effects that can come off as quote unquote cheesy because of all the CGI in movies now that. Some of some of the things look a little off, but it's kind of like a, oh, another film I love, Lonesome Dove. There's that one scene where the lightning strikes all the cattle. That scene always has looked horrible, still looks horrible, and I don't think will ever look good. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's one of those, but that movie is still great. Same thing with um, with Ghostbusters. I think if kids can get through one or two special effect things that don't look so CGI. They I don't do. even think the special effects are that bad. I don't either. Most of them are not. They're most of them yeah. are excellent. I mean the uh the the proton beams in the first movie are a little yeah. strange. But I mean uh was it puppeteering or um was it claymation for um It was a mix. Okay. Uh because like when the dogs jumped mm-hmm. yeah. like onto the pedestals uh, or chased uh, Tully through the park. They were stop motion or claymation. Gotcha. Some of that was a little choppy. I would maybe say. No. Yeah. You could clearly tell it was stop motion. But there's some. I don't know. There's something so endearing about stop motion animation. Like even the fight in RoboCop two between Kane and RoboCop, mm-hmm. clearly, clearly stop motion. But it was still just so cool. And I really can't decide if that's like what said for me being a kid. That's why I'm yeah. overlooking it. But even when I saw it, I knew it looked terrible. The last Starfighter is the same way. The yeah. graphics are just so Atari, yeah. But they look so good, yeah. like in 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 its own sense, and it just it's just a part of the movie. It's it's awesome. Yeah, I I actually still to this day like re- I really enjoy when people have um, stop motion animation in films. That's that's one reason I like. Um, Wes Anderson films because he definitely does not shy away from stop motion animation. No, I like that, especially the Fantastic Mr. Fox movie was really oh, yeah. good. Oh yeah, yeah, and just and I like how they play to the strengths of the stop motion in that yes. movie. Uh, and we you know they can even continue to do that now with computer animation, like with the Lego Movie. Oh, that yeah. entire thing was a stop motion animation movie, but it was done on a computer, and it's impossible to tell. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, because I th- I think almost everyone I knew thought that was just stop motion animation. Yeah, yeah. Didn't yeah. realize it was computer stop motion animation or whatever. <coughs> um, we also had this week two movies uh, releasing or confirming the uh, the names of their sequels. Hmm. The first uh, being James Cameron. Um, I don't. James did not uh, release the name of it. It got it got accidentally leaked at a Ant-Man press conference or something. Guardians of the Galaxy will be called Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. You said um, James Cameron or do you mean James Gunn? I mean James Gunn. Okay, uh, so <laughs> I don't know about Avatar. James Cameron. I don't know about Avatar. I'm like, I don't care. Uh, no one, who cares? Well, no, what's it called again? It's just going to be called Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Volume 2. That's pretty cool because that's yeah. like the mixtapes. Oh, ab- absolutely. Absolutely. So that'll, uh, th- and that fits in with the feeling of that of that film and everything the first one so mm-hmm. i'm okay with that i don't think i don't recall none of the iron men had no, subtitles no they're, they're they just were, one two and three yes it's one two and three and then captain america had subtitle for one and two <laughs> um so i'm okay with uh guardians of the galaxy just being called volume two that that that's kind of cool yeah that's fine with me and then um justin lynn from the faster and the furiouser uh, who will be directing the new Star Trek? Released the uh, released a photo of just a Starfleet patch on what's presumably one of their suits or something, and announced that the official working or uh, the official title for Star Trek Three is Star Trek Beyond. So, um, I'm still just unsure how I feel about about this because um, Simon Pegg is is one of the writers in it. Maybe the writer, I can't recall. But uh, Justin Lin just seems like a, a strange pick for that film. I mean, he's got good chops. I mean, the other movies he directed weren't half bad. Uh, I don't think that he's the depths of, you know, the the forebears of the of the franchise. Yeah. But I think he'll do a decent job. Yeah. Um, Let's see, what else do we have here? That's just a far way to fall from J.J. Abrams, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what I'm thinking. J.J. Abrams was... Kind of had the, seemed to have that on lockdown, and then mm-hmm. gave it up for Star it's Wars. Kind of like Darren Aronofsky, always like getting projects off the ground and dumping them, like Wolverine and RoboCop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <coughs> speaking of dumping projects, uh, Guillermo del Toro mm-hmm. has been attached to Justice League Dark for some time now, which is a Justice League team, a DC Comics team consisting of. Dead Man, John Constantine, Zantana, Swamp Thing, uh, the Demon, sometimes the Spectre and stuff like that. It's a lot more of the magic mm-hmm. side of DC Comics. And he's been attached to it, I believe, since 2012, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has finally just dropped dropped out of it. Also, all this week, DC moved over all of their Vertigo titles, which is... That's all of their more adult Mature, yeah. comics, yeah. Um, they moved all of the film rights over to New Line Cinema, so uh, which is one of their subsidiaries. Um, I believe it's the same. It is the same one that did uh, the Hobbit and and all of that. So that should be interesting because Vertigo's got a lot of cool titles. Yeah, they're still the Sandman with um, Jordan Jordan uh, Jordan Gordon Joseph. Who Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Gosh, I'm killing it tonight. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Uh, Allison will be so mad because that's her. Let's call him JGL, baby. JGL. JGL. JGL is still attached to uh, Sandman, which would be awesome to see happen. Um, but that's kind of been stuck in development hell for a while. He's so. too busy making that weird f- French tightrope <laughs> oh, world, world trade. Yeah, movie. that movie. That movie looks so strange. But well, I'll probably end up watching it. Um, true story. What? That I'll end up watching it? Oh, it's no. based on a true story. No, yeah, it's a true story. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it, I, I just saw the trailer to that this week, and it does look interesting. It looks really good. So It's just an odd thing to have a movie like, like be subject of. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Some guy that wanted to tightrope across the world. It's a strange thing to be like really into to begin with and then to make a movie about it. So sometimes you just got a tightrope walk, man. Sometimes you got to. It's all you it's all you got. So that's what you do. Heroes Reborn 
Did you watch Heroes when it was first out? No. You've never watched it. Okay. No. A lot of a lot of people um Heroes came out about the same time as Lost and a lot of people were on this one be, or the other. This would be great for TJ or Nate. This is a TJ or Nate subject. Really? The they're into Heroes? I, th- I believe that both of them at least saw the first season. Okay. The first season is excellent. The second season was pretty good. I think there were three seasons. There might have been four. The last season everyone kind of hated. I actually really enjoyed. Um, The only thing, I, I don't think there was a ton we really knew um, going back into it, what, you know, who was going to be in it or anything. But one of the fan favorites from uh, the original Hero series, uh, Hero, uh, who could time travel and travel through space and time and everything and was very determined to be a good moral hero and use his powers to help people. Um, it They showed the whole trailer. It's all new people pretty much. And then all of a sudden at the end they show him. And that was really exciting for a person who was a, a fan of the show at the time. So, Because um, I, don't, I don't believe the actor that played him has been doing a ton lately. Um, I could be wrong. Maybe I'm just missing what he's doing. But I think I he, he does a bunch of bit parts and whatnot. He does. He does because I I can't can't think of right off the top of my head what else I've seen him in. But I know there are other things where he's just kind of a character actor, a bit mm-hmm. part in movies yeah. and stuff. Kind of the comedic element and yeah, stuff. The sometimes comedic Asian element. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so this was another thing that I found interesting this week. Um, if everyone else was here, we probably wouldn't talk about it but since it's just me you and me we can yeah uh paul thomas anderson i love his films what's he doing this time this is one of the strangest things paul pt anderson paul thomas anderson has done um films like boogie nights magnolia um there will be blood Mm -hmm. i'm missing uh the master which was the which was his newest one and it seems that he is set to write and possibly direct a live-action Pinocchio featuring Robert Downey Jr. That's weird. That This sounds like the internet is trolling me so hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's just so weird. Um, I don't care for that at all. Yeah, but I, 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 he's never done anything that I even like remotely don't like. Um, his first film, Boogie Nights, oh, Punch Drunk Love was another one that was fabulous. Uh, mm. Beautiful film. Um, Boogie Nights was the le- least of those films, but that was his first, and it's still I- uh, such an iconic. A film. lot of people love Boogie Nights. Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm not that crazy about it, but it's a good movie. I think it's the weakest of his films, but still, it's still a good. It's uh, the weakest of his films is better than a lot of people's best films. Yeah, so. I got um, I. Uh, I even like The Master. The Master was such an odd movie, but I liked it a lot. I still haven't got to see that one yet. I think it's on Netflix, or it was. Yeah, it's it's very strange, but you know it is a P.T. Anderson. Yeah, movie. all of his movies are pretty, a little bit out there. So, uh, also, um, Punch Drunk Love is the only Adam Sandler film that I will recommend to anyone. Yeah, I like that movie a lot. It's it, that movie. There's just so much tension in the whole thing. The whole thing, just stressed out tension, but the payoff's worth it. Oh, man, I just re- realized that Philip Seymour Hoffman has been in so many of his films, and now he yeah. can't be anymore. Hopefully. That's sad. Oh, <laughs> will just be just a blank space <laughs> where an actor should be, and they're just people are talking at this space yeah. like it's him there. Man. That'd be very funny. Yeah. Especially if like he's like the main character, <laughs> and it has in, like, extensive inner, do- inner monologues. Man. So uh, I think th- probably the biggest news we got this week... Um, was that Entertainment Weekly released some photos of Superman versus Batman, the Dawn of Justice. Justice. Did you get to see see these? You of course saw the. Uh, I saw the cover. The cover with Superman, Batman, and Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. Um, it's very odd. Batman looks slightly surprised and like he's not supposed to be. Yeah, there. like he wasn't expecting the, uh, the the camera to go off or something. Ray's trying to show me a picture I'm trying to of this show him and all I see is this all I see is this giant drinkable cup. <laughs> yeah. So we also had a picture of um of Bat the Batman um staring down Superman in his in his bat armor bat from armor. the Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. Um there was there's I would uh, a picture I would, yeah. of uh Bruce Wayne Batfleck, dancing yeah. with Wonder Woman's uh Without armor, 
Yeah, they're just dancing. The, uh, yeah, there was this strange film, uh, strange picture of Superman, and all of these. Like the masses were grabbing onto him, kind of like uh, yeah. Daenerys in Game of Thrones. Yes, but um, but a lot of them have painted faces, like it's at the Day of the Dead, kind of thing. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. The so Dios de Muertos. Yeah, uh, yeah. Muertos. 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 And then another uh, a picture of the Dark Knight in his armor beside the bat signal. Which looks like was in the original leaked trailer. And then I think the one that got the most controversy or I've seen the most talk about is the one of Jesse Eisenberg as um, Lex Luthor with very long what looks like kind of ginger. Luxurious, handsome yeah, hair. Yeah. But also dressed kind of um, like Eddie Vedder. Yeah. Yeah. Just very not... Not well, you know, this is going to be him, you know, the rise of Lex Luthor. So I bet something happens where there's some kind of alien technology that Luthor has has gathered, and then Batman and Superman stop him, but his head gets in the beam, <laughs> and he loses all his hair, and he's angry about it. Batman uses his bat hair repellent. <laughs> it's true. And, but, you know, this is Batman's first time using it, so it's experimental. <laughs> And his hair never grows back. Never, never. And it's and this is why Lex Luthor now hates Superman. It's true. <laughs> That's very true. This because, is canon. Because Supus is like, hey, what's this do? And Batman's <laughs> like, no, it's experimental. And he never grew hair again. Yeah, so it's a pretty tragic yeah. story that they're and working then on. Then they sewed there. a suit to his body. <laughs> this movie is really about the rise of Lex Luthor. Yeah, yeah. And the loss of his hair. So, um, yeah, I think that was the big thing this week. They they released those photos. I'm I'm I still don't really know what to think of this this movie. I don't know. I think it's going to be spectacularly okay. Okay. Yeah, I think it's going to be run of the mill. It's going to feel like it's going to feel like uh, what's that one movie he did? The one he he wrote himself. Uh, sucker punch. I feel like it's gonna yeah. it's gonna be yeah. like sucker punch. It's just gonna be there, and like you're like, well, that was a movie. Like that's how I'm gonna feel about it. But he has characters that people actually care about now, instead of some that he made up. Well, I agree so. with that. He always he always does well, in my opinion, with with uh, original con- well uh, unoriginal content like so, something like 300. He did well. Yeah, Watchmen. I think, despite what anybody says, was really I, good. I think that was a good film. Yeah, and then he makes his own, and it's kind of bland. Uh, I think that the elements involving the Dark Knight Returns will be good, mm-hmm. but I feel like all this extra shit he's adding is going to make the movie unspectacular, and that's that's what I feel. Yeah. But it will be watchable. <coughs> no, absolutely, and it'll be great to be able to see this guy. I mean, again, being a kid, I never in my entire life thought I would get to see Batman versus Superman. Yeah, on, on the screen. silver screen. Gosh, yeah. And then adding Wonder Woman in there, and apparently... Um, Aquaman and Cyborg, I've heard. Yeah, who knows? Some of the other ones from the Justice League are supposed to show up during the dawn of the Justice. So uh, we'll, we'll see. Um, I'm again. I'm hoping for good things out of this, but we'll we'll see what happens. Well, it's like anything it. else, you know. Like I, it's like with Ghostbusters and all the other shit. You know, it's uh, go in hoping for the best, but expecting the worst. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we learned that from TJ. Well, I mean, the older I get, just in the more they're doing this. And yeah. You know, they're they're running out of original ideas, so they're digging up these iconic franchises to make money off of, and it's just accelerated. And the more I see it, the more like unenthused I am. Yeah. The only thing we know that is safe for sure. Like, where's my Back cro- to the future? Yeah. Like, where's my Chronicle sequel? I want a Chronicle sequel. Which I still haven't seen yet. I think I still. <laughs> it's a really good movie. I think I still have Charles's copy here. Somewhere. For being found footage, it's amazing. Yeah, I, I've heard great things about it. So yeah, yeah. There's so many movies that were good that didn't do well that were supposed to have sequels that we didn't get. So yeah, where's my Mario Brothers two? <laughs> yeah, for real. Peach busts in. You know, Daisy busts in. Like we gotta go, and that's <laughs> it. Hell, Bob Hoskins is dead. <laughs> Damn it, they lost the opportunity. Man. All right, well, you got any news? You got any more news? Uh, mm, nope. Nope. 
Drink some more of that drink. That drink, since we're here all alone by ourselves. Yeah, just drinking away our sorrows. My Diet Coke and Coke Zero mix. Just, just here on Facebook, watching Nate comment on Todd McFarlane's yeah, Facebook out, page. Yeah, hanging out Good job, quality Nate. time with his family. <laughs> And he's commenting on Todd McFarlane's Facebook page. How bored is he that he is commenting on, like, Todd is going to go, oh, well, Frankenstein Dynamite said this. Oh, man. Oh, man, I'm so stoked. Man, I'm changing this. Let's go back to Spawn Issue 1. Nate was so right. Uh, And Frankenstein Dynamite says to the uh, famous Todd McFarlane, Spawn, bro, you want to hang out and read your biography with me? (laughs) <laughs> Man, I I, I hope I, I hope his child Marshall, <laughs> who he hasn't seen in a couple of days, really benefited and grows up to be an appreciator <laughs> of all the fine things because he hung out with his dad this night and didn't let him go to the podcast. Yeah. 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 Oh gosh. All right. All right, we'll come back and see if there's anything else we can talk to you about. Yeah, whatever. Welcome back, guys, to Nerds Who Get Laid. Sometimes. Sometimes. Uh, we have me, Mike, and our esteemed news anchor, Ray, over here. Ray. Ready to talk about our current interest. Yeah. So, um, we do this every now and then. We just kind of sit down with you guys and just have a little discussion about what we're currently reading or watching or playing or yeah, whatever else we got going on. Uh, Ray, how about we, uh, we just start with the uh, stu- different media and work our way down? Yeah, yeah, let's uh, do that. So let's start out with uh, movies. What movie have you seen lately? Um, I think the last movie I saw was in the studio or in the studio in the theater, and it might have been Mad Mags. So that's not real Man. current. <laughs> well, I mean, what about like Netflix and stuff? Anything good I on that? that you've seen mostly only watch TV shows on Netflix right now, because mm-hmm. um, usually. Uh, when I'm watching things, it's with Allison, and we usually have an uh, you know a little less than an hour or an hour and a half. So we'll do something like throw on a short thirty, twenty or thirty minute show, and like throw a quick, on like a quick bite, basically. Yeah, of and throw on a forty five minute one. So um, we don't you we don't we haven't lately watched a whole bunch of movies. We'll go through spells where we will watch mm-hmm. a lot of movies, but right now we've got some shows we're catching up on. So once we get through those. Um, We'll probably hit up some of the movies on Netflix and Hulu and all that. Do you guys like supernatural scary stuff? I do. She usually doesn't. Well, there's a pretty good uh, one I saw recently called mm-hmm. The Taking of Deborah Logan. Have you heard about okay, it? Okay, I have. I have. I haven't, se- of, of course, because I haven't seen anything lately. I haven't seen it, but I have Yeah, it's about a it. really good movie. Like a, uh, a college film crew goes into... It's a chronicle a woman's uh, descent into Alzheimer's. Oh, wow. Yes. Uh, but the more they're there, like weird st- things start happening. Mm-hmm. And they realize there's a lot more to this than just uh, her Alzheimer's. Yeah. Uh, and it's actually a really cool, creepy story. Uh, it was r- not bad at all, especially for being completely under the radar for me. Yeah. Also, because I'm, I'm going to say I've been on a horror kick lately, I also watched The Babadook. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, uh, I think it's a New Zealand film. No, it's Australian. I'm sorry. Okay. It's Australian. Uh, but uh, about a family that, uh, it's a single mom and her kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, they read bedtime stories. The kid has some a uh, uh, few uh, behavioral problems. And he picks his storybook to read, and he's never his mother's never seen it before. And it's about this creature who, I guess, follows you around. Uh, and by reading it, I guess, in some way, they unleash it or whatever, and oh, it's some okay. other family. Uh, it's actually a really good movie. It's uh, it's not the scariest movie, movie I've ever seen, but it's got a lot of cool themes and elements and whatnot yeah. that give it a lot of meaning. So gotcha. surprisingly good in that aspect, but as far as like straight scary supernatural horror, some big yeah, you're into that big time, all that craziness. 
taking of Deborah Logan was really good. Gotcha. Huh. Okay. Well, you said you've been watching a lot of TV. What about TV for you? Right? TV. Um, I myself uh, have been creeping through Clone Wars because that's on uh, Netflix and that's the CG canon. cartoon. Yeah, yeah. It's on. Uh, it's. Uh, I'm not wild about it yet. I know some. I know most people really love it. I definitely don't hate it. Uh, I I like it, but I. I'm. I've decided to go through it, so I'm going through it. Um, and it hasn't gotten to the point where I'm like, oh, I've got a, I got another episode. I got to watch this. Well, I've heard a lot of people like the series. But my, I've never given it a chance. So my question to you, Ray, is, is it a animated series or would you call it a children's cartoon, children's show? I'd say it's an animated series. Okay. Yeah. So an adult could watch it. And oh, absolutely. Have a good time. Absolutely. Yeah. It's it's um, it's definitely not completely adult themed at all, but mm-hmm. it's not so like. You know, just just for children, um, and I, th- I think that's kind of the 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 thing with a lot of cartoons these days. Um, a lot of them aren't just for kids. Nate was just talking about how he went and saw is it Inside Out? Inside Out, yeah, yeah, which is a f- of course a feature film, but um, he was saying that it was a lot more for adults than it was for kids, and it's just they're just they just kind of package the stuff in a cartoon form now and. Yeah, so the kids can kind of get the surface elements, yeah. the humor, and the adults can get the deeper meaning behind yeah. everything. And, th- and th- that's how this feels. I'm less than ten episodes in, I believe, right now, so I'm not super deep in it yet. Uh, um, mm-hmm. But so far, so far, it's been fine. Well, when you get balls deep, let me know. Yeah, yeah, you know I'll let goes. you know how it is. Maybe yeah. uh, I, I'm hoping eventually after you know how the first season of things usually is, and after yeah. that it, you get into it. Um, season three of um, Orange is the New Black. Is How is that? I heard it was kind of like a a just a middle season. Yeah, um, it's still pretty good. I have yet to watch a Netflix anything other than I didn't. I I mean I know I'm one of the jerks that didn't love. Uh, um, gosh, what was so the bad one? you forgot it? Yeah, uh, Arrested Development. development. I yeah, didn't love I w- that. I wasn't. I would have much preferred it to have been in uh, chronological order as opposed to like be an episode for each person. I didn't like that setup. I know you have to watch the whole thing, but it just yeah. didn't have the same fire. It was like it was mimicking. That's what. I, that's what I heard show. that I needed. Um, I needed to watch the whole thing to get it, and I think we watched a little more than half and didn't get into it. But all the other Netflix shows I've watched have been excellent. Yeah, I'll agree. Uh, Daredevil is amazing. Yeah. Uh, I haven't heard a bad thing about any of them because even mm-hmm. um, what was it, Marco Polo? Is that what it was? Yeah, Nathan said it was really was, good. I've heard that from budget. multiple people. Um, I give him a hard time, but I have it on my list. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, so Orange is the New Black. The first two seasons were great. Um, the third season so far, um, I think we have three or four episodes left, and it's been it's still really really good. It's it's better than a lot of other shows because we were watching. Last Battleship or something, which is a TNN, and that was just, or TNT, and that was just. Almost as bad as a USA show. Yeah, yeah, it was just, just so hard to watch because it was so predictable and so blah, but it seemed like something we'd both really be into and we weren't. But Orange is the New Black is pretty good so far. Um, I like the show. I just, I haven't been in the mood to watch the third season yet. Like, I liked it, but I'm not fanatical about it. I would say the third season is probably, so far, the weakest season. Because mm. um, the other two were, were phenomenal, and we just wanted to marathon through the whole thing. This one, we're like, ah, we, we want to watch another one. Yeah, it's like, yeah, well, uh, you know, we, let's go ahead and you know, get everything cleaned up, you know, and <laughs> if you feel like watching a movie afterwards, yeah. we'll watch it. If not, we'll go to bed. Yeah. Uh, well, the other one we've been, we have been... Um, waiting for episodes to come out is uh the miniseries wayward pines what is that about because i've heard about it and i've heard it's got pretty good accolades but i know nothing about it um matt Dillon is the main uh main guy in not it. liking it <laughs> well and surprisingly enough he's been he's been doing pretty good um I've he's been a good Im- actor yeah i've been impressed with him because i know he's not in a ton of other stuff um that's something about high, Mary and the uh, yeah the heavy hitter wild things yeah, with yeah. Denise Richards. Um, but this film, or film, this miniseries is kind of like a mixture of X-Files and maybe like Twin Peaks. 
I know you haven't seen Twin Peaks yet, but it's so like heavy heavy X Files or just like some like subtle hints. And the executive producer is M Night Shyamalan, Hmm. so he's not like directing it or anything. But like you can feel him there. Yeah, Yeah. you can feel his presence there a little bit, which is I'm okay with that because I don't like his films. I don't think he's a good director because I've seen this trick. Mm-hmm. And he has that one trick, but this so far has completely thrown me for a loop. Uh, it's one of the uh, it's it it is one of those things where what you think's happening is not what's happening. Uh, it's just very odd the whole time. Uh, it it also kind of has a feeling of Lost mm-hmm. when you watched Lost and you were like, "What the hell? I gotta watch the next episode." There, uh, almost every episode is like that. You're at the end, you're like, what the hell? Or you're like, oh, my God, because you just found out something huge. So you definitely recommend it. No, I absolutely recommend that. If you're not watching Wayward Pines, it's on Netflix right now. Um, I don't think there are a whole ton into it. I think there are maybe six, seven episodes, and I think it's all still on Hulu. So, that's say Netflix? One, so it's one season. You said, you said Netflix. Yeah, it's on Hulu. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. It's currently on right now. Um, and they're putting them, you know, they put them over weekly. And this and is the first season? Yeah, and it's supposed to be a mini series. Okay. So um, I don't, I think they're only doing 10 episodes, mm. but I don't know if it's going to be a mini series that has, because uh, Under the Dome was a mini series, but that it has multiple seasons. So I don't know if they're doing that kind of thing. Yeah. But so far, I've been really into it. Yeah, maybe their description of a mini series is, uh, is a, a show with a set number of like seasons. seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Which I would be totally okay with because this one has been great. Oh, the other the um, the other guy that's in is Toby Jones, and he played um, Capote, Truman Capote, in mm. one of the, the. He was the one that wasn't Philip Seymour Hoffman, obviously. Yeah, and he is a great actor. He's in all kinds of. He was um, Ar- Arnim Zola in. Uh, in uh, Captain America, Winter Soldier. Okay, yeah, I know yeah. exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, and he he's also excellent in it. I, I think he's also been in uh, maybe the Hunger Games and some other, yeah, Hunger Games, Harry Potter, he was in that. So he's a top-notch actor, mm-hmm. and um, he's one of those guys that when I see him in something, I'm like, oh, this is something to pay attention to. Yeah. So that was one of the reasons that uh, – we got into it, so it's definitely high on my list of recommendations. If you can watch it, I'll definitely put it on there because I w- I've been looking for kind of dark, uh, moody kind of supernatural esque stuff. Yeah, not like the show, but like the general theme of supernatural. Yeah, uh, and this is one they'll just throw you for a loop every cool. week. Yeah, I'll definitely give it a listen. What, what anything else Ray, you've been watching? Uh, right now that's it. I have uh, the Strain just came on Netflix or on Hulu. I mean. And I've been wanting to watch that, so um, that's on. That's probably next on my list. And then we're gonna start. Um, we're gonna start hitting up Seinfeld episodes, of course, because that just came out on Hulu. Yes, yes, yes. That's kind of what I've been watching. I've only I pretty much skipped the whole first season because I own the first season and yeah. I've seen them. Uh, and Seinfeld's one of those shows that, other than the pilot, the pilot was very odd and awkward, mm-hmm. but it's like hits classic episodes yeah. from the very beginning. And I go to realize, although there are a ton of Seinfeld episodes, every time I w- there's not one that I've come across th- that I haven't thought I don't remember this episode. Yeah, and they only really had like a syndication of maybe thirty episodes that were ever ever played. Really? Well, I, did I mean, not know I, that. well, not I mean, not even that's every time it was on Seinfeld, you know, it's like the same episode. You know how yeah, it is? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so, the soup Nazi, or it's the you know. The comfort lanes, yeah. or yeah. Kramer getting the Japanese people stuck in the uh, yeah. the large dresser. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. But it's it's amazing. It's the other night when it came on Hulu, I went and just looked through all the episodes because I own a lot of them on DVD. But the convenience of just being able to go to yeah, Hulu yeah. and look through, and we just looked through all of them, and I read the description of most of them, and I was like, and we were both like, God, we remember that one. That was so good. Oh, man, that one was so good, too. I've been using this term a lot, but the show is timeless. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because I, I have a person I work with. He's maybe 21, 22, very young. He's the definition of what they're calling now a millennial. Yeah. You know, short attention span tech oriented only likes new stuff yeah. and i got him to watch like it was top video 
when you type in Seinfeld, it's like the 25 most funniest or whatever bad grammar Seinfeld <laughs> moments. And I showed him three. It was a nine-minute video. I showed him three of them, and he just loved it. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. You know, and it's and, and it's stuff that you know I wasn't just laughing at nostalgically. It was still funny because there's actually this one scene that I did forget, but uh, Newman and Kramer were trying to get these homeless men to pull these rickshaws, <laughs> and they're all just they're so crazy. <laughs> they're they're clearly crazy, and they're trying to they're trying to clock them mm-hmm. <laughs> to see who's fast enough to pull the rickshaw and one guy just takes off with it and doesn't come back you know <laughs> it's just it's man it's so funny and you can tell just there's something about Larry David's humor yeah that just it sticks with you it's it it's always funny it's always had that bite well, even when epis even when shows in that era did not have bite yeah well and we watched uh number one thing i wanted to bring up was this was a time when sitcoms didn't have a a continuing story usually yes, yes. but seinfeld would bring up things that had happened before which was completely new in in television it didn't happen in so it, it happened but not yeah, not they, like this they were episodic yeah. uh like what was out there everything was just so wholesome and tame yeah as far as the sitcoms go that seinfeld was kind of a breath of fresh air you know you had full house step by step family matters yeah uh all those kinds of shows and then there was, you know, just Seinfeld. Yeah. Uh, Frasier was another one, I guess, because I think it's just a little bit of a... It didn't always go for the easy laugh. Yeah. It, maybe that's what was so special about it, because the, the, both shows, both Frasier and Seinfeld, just involved weird neurotic behaviors and, yeah. like, just heavy conversations about just... It was a bunch of puns. I don't know. It's just... Well, and, and sarcasm wasn't Lots as big of a of thing sarcasm, before, yeah. before that. Yeah, Home Improvement was another one. Just yeah. very well, run of the mill. I, I feel like um, Seinfeld was definitely a precursor for uh, like Almost Sunny and stuff like that. Yeah, like, uh, I had a conversation with a guy just this week, you know, saying people have been wanting the next Seinfeld. It's like the next Seinfeld is out. It's been yeah. out forever. You know, oh, for yeah. years. And it's, it's always sunny. Yeah, uh, because like you were saying, everything else that was going on then was wholesome, and this was... You know, several guy, uh, several people in New York City that were basically just looking out for themselves. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the earliest shows I can remember. You know, uh, it, it's, it's like a five, it's like Night Court, <laughs> Unsolved Mysteries, <laughs> Rescue Nine One One, America's Honeys, Funniest Home Videos, and Seinfeld. Yeah, those are the ones I always remember, and I had just well, we were, such a good show. We were um before it actually completely released, Hulu would each day release a new like episode. Like a trailer and yeah, Well, a new, uh, they, uh, they would, I think for a week before they put out a new episode mm. that you could watch. And I think this was episode two of season two. And I just remember, even though this is so obsolete in our day and time, um, the stand-up part of Seinfeld, because each episode started with and yeah, ended it, with a yeah, stand-up. It's, it's, a, it's a precursor yeah. to the episode. Um, and, he, and Jerry's just talking about uh, women and their checkbooks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And how they can't find a damn thing in that purse, but that checkbook, it's like they have it on a holster. And it was just <laughs> really funny because checkbooks are completely, almost completely obsolete in this yeah, day Yeah, like if somebody time. says a checkbook now, they're meaning their wallet, or yeah. The, yeah, which has debit cards in it. But but the, the jokes and everything still stood up, even though he was using such a, you know. Well, it's it, based around people, and people yeah. don't change. Yeah. So yeah, I'm. We haven't really dug into it yet, but I'm really excited to because I want to watch them all. Yeah, in a row. every single episode. Absolutely, absolutely. And I'm glad for. This is the first time it's been available on any streaming service, so there'll be a resurgence of people getting that. Because I make Seinfeld rep, uh, jokes and uh, like talk, uh, you know, lines oh, yeah. and stuff like that yeah. all the time, and people never get it. So it, it it's become a thing where it's like. A little inside joke to myself. <laughs> yeah, like I remember this is the most random thing, but I was in the bathroom the other day, like at work, and I was I was just yeah you know, fixing my hair, getting ready for the shift. Yeah, and it was a morning shift, so I wanted to run out and say "top of the muffin to you," <laughs> but I knew no one would get it. So I was like, I just like chuckled to myself and realized yeah. I'm so old. And just yeah. walked outside. I love to say to job. someone the jerk store called. Yeah, and they're, they're running out of you. <laughs> yeah. I love saying that. <laughs> no one ever gets it. They just think, what a terrible comeback. Like, that is a terrible comeback. <laughs> That's the point. Man, Seinfeld. So 
if you're out there enjoying Seinfeld as much as I want to be and Mike is, yeah. let us let us know on here. Nathan, for sure. I honestly think Nathan stayed home to watch Seinfeld oh, because maybe. he has binged watched the whole thing. That's hilarious. God, he probably is so sore from laughing so much. Yeah. And he then, just couldn't get out of his lazy boy. He actually just texted me. He needs he says he needs me and Ray to come over and help him peel his ass off the couch because <laughs> he hasn't moved in forty eight hours. <laughs> Man. So uh so what 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 have you been reading lately? Reading. Uh I've been reading by listening, so... Yeah, you do, do a lot of books on I do exclusive audiobooks and podcasts and whatnot. Uh, right now, I've been listening to a slew of, as everyone who's re- who's listened to me ever talk about this, a military sci-fi. I'm so That's into your thing. it. That's your thing. Yep. Uh, all the current series I'm in are like halfway through, and they're trying to record them as quick as they write them. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm listening to a lot of Raymond J. Weil right now. It's really good. Uh, Slaver Wars, uh, the Galactic Empire War is really good. Nothing that would pop out and go, oh, yeah, that was on the New York Times bestseller. But it's something that I enjoy. It's very uh, – I couldn't write it. But, I mean, it, it's 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 simple and all the themes are pretty generally the same. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, uh, human race uh, thrust into technological advancement. Mm-hmm. from uh first contact that's pretty much every single book uh but it's just so cool and i just i enjoy it uh it's just dumb fun for me it's like how my uh girlfriend likes reality tv i can't stand <laughs> it she's, she's like I'm, like I'm like this is terrible this is the worst thing i've ever seen to her and she's like well you know it's just it's just fun you can turn your brain off and no i definitely agree with that on it's, uh, reality TV. it's terrible i i can't stand it uh ow but uh, following my supernatural kick, I've also been listening to uh, a podcast called Campfire Stories. Uh, it's done. It's also a part of the like paranormal podcast network done by Jim Harold. Uh, it's not necessarily a plug for his podcast, but I mean it's really good. Uh, people call in and tell stories. It's pretty much coast to coast, but specifically about supernatural stuff and that and. That interests me more than like aliens and and the Bigfoot, the Sam Squanch, and everything. <laughs> uh, and then I've also been listening to uh, Smart and Simple Matters with Joel Zaslavsky. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's basically just things on how to like simplify your life or get your finances in order. And it's it's a, it's a really nice mild podcast to listen to, and it's got some pretty good uh, pretty good pointers in it. Uh, so I recommend that definitely. Uh, but. Cheap sci-fi. Oh, 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 wait, 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 wait a second. I just finished this one book. Uh, I thought it was recent. Audible tricked me, but it's actually about 20, 25 years old about Oh, wow. There. Yeah. It's called A Boy's Life or Just Boy's Life by Robert McCammon. Mm-hmm. I definitely recommend this one. Uh, it's pretty much uh, it's a boy growing up in a small southern town called Zephyr, Alabama. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those stories where it just it, it captures it captures perfectly what it is to be like a young boy just growing up uh, in the South. Granted, it takes place in the 60s. So, you know, it, the time frame is a little different from when I was a kid. But it's just like it's just imagination. Like there's one scene where all of his friends go to this double feature and there was this just random just alien movie on it scared the crap out of them and they were <laughs> and the, it's where like uh these aliens came down and and you know turned all their parents and everybody else into pod people pretty yeah. much and it's that terrified them so much and i remember just being a kid and seeing a random horror movie and thinking you know like this can happen this can happen to me yeah you know and it, it's that mixed in with very stark real things uh like the uh like racism or mm. you know it, it takes all that murder and and mix it in with just like small town lore and just through the eyes of a kid it's one of the best books i've ever read like bar none not exaggerating it's amazing like i want to huh. write i want to write the the author and just thank him like it was that good nice uh if you guys are bored or you have audible i recommend it 100 percent. it's called boy's life by robert mccammon very cool. So, Very what about cool. you, Ray? I'll get off my soapbox. <laughs> um, I mean, as everyone knows, I I read a lot of comic books. So, one of the big things that's been going on right now, read, read, quote comic unquote, books, read, yeah, read 
Um, just like listening to books. Exactly. <laughs> um, Secret Wars has been going on in Marvel, and mm-hmm. they've been talking about this for a long time. Um, With Battle and Cage? Battle World. Battle World. And there are so many different titles out right now. Um, and I've I picked up a lot of the number ones. There's a few one-shots. Some of them are four issues. Some of them are two issues. Um, but I've been trying to see, you know, which ones are the ones I want to follow and see how they go. Because I think this is supposed to go on for about six months, maybe eight months. I may be completely off my timeline. Maybe it's just eight issues. Um, but a lot of it is sort of halfway based off of old stories. So, um, there's one called Planet Hulk, and there was a whole Planet Hulk series, you know, a couple of years back, where Hulk got sent to another planet, and he ended up, like, saving and then becoming a king of the planet or something like that. Sounds a lot like, uh, John Carter. Possibly. I, funny enough, I know very little about John Carter. I know the movie flopped, and it was supposed to be great, but... That's well, there's a general story behind it, but pretty much just uh, a normal man is uh, transported to Mars, mm-hmm. which is completely Earth-like, yeah. uh, and but there's aliens there, and there's also, uh, I can't remember if they're humans, an off-branch of humans, but they're very human. Yeah. And him, it's to go and saving the day and saving the planet and saving this human race and yeah. kind of becoming like a... A pseudo leader of it. Gotcha. Well, now the whole entire story behind Battle World and Secret Wars is that the multiverse in Marvel was ending. There was some cataclysmic event that was happening that was destroying the entire multiverse. They talk about it, or is it kind yes. of like in the um, shadows? It for about two years, I believe. Jonathan Hickman, who is an incredible writer has been setting this event up Mm -hmm. through um, Avengers and New Avengers. So the Illuminati in Marvel Universe, which is essentially like Doctor Strange, um, Mr. Fantastic, um, Iron Man. It was Professor X before he got killed a couple of years ago. Black Panther, Namor. He's still dead. Yeah, he's still dead. Um, I don't think he's even shown up in Battleworld at all. But um, they find out that the um, that different worlds are ending, and they're having these things that they call incursions. And these other worlds will show up in our timeline, and they'll either collide with our timeline, or one of the two worlds has to be destroyed. So, Sounds kind of like the Dark Tower. Yeah, So, which I still haven't read and will really want to. So they're having to do all of these horrible things to keep our world alive like destroying whole other worlds Mm -hmm. and for a long time it's earths that are completely destroyed already or there's no you know no life on it really so they're fine but then as it goes and goes uh eventually it's habitat uh, habitat worlds on uh with people on it that are not able to save themselves and in the end uh everything ends and Doctor Doom, I don't think I'm giving too many spoilers here, but if you're intending on reading now, um, I'm going to throw a few out. Doctor Doom <coughs> has gotten a hold of some powers that has allowed him to save certain parts of certain worlds mm. and create this other world that they're just calling Battle World. Like an amalgam. So now, he, yeah. So now he is uh, Lord God Doom. Mm. He is essentially God over the the planet. He has put up a giant wall in between all these different places on Battle World, mm-hmm. and he has set up barons to lord over those different places. So, one of those is um, Planet Hulk, where everyone has been turned into a Hulk. Um, <clears throat> Steve Rogers, Captain America, in a different one of these worlds, was a gladiator who was fighting with um, and has a telepathic link with Devil Dinosaur, which is a um, telepathic dinosaur from the Marvel Universe. So this comic essentially has a gruff-looking, bearded, beat-up-looking Captain America Mm. riding Devil Dinosaur showing up on Planet Hulk. 
because he's been sent there. And that's that to me <laughs> sounds like a great story. So I want to yeah. com- continue to follow that. That sounds crazy. Uh, Marvel Zombies was a big thing that they did for a long time. I remember that. Um, so one of the other worlds is Marvel Zombies versus Age of Ultron. So it's just Ultrons versus zombies. And this is where when Doom wants to send you to, you know, to your death, he sends you there. He sends you to that world. There's another one that I just read today, X-Men 92. It is essentially all of the X-Men characters written completely as um, the comic, or not the comic book, the the TV show, the Fox TV show, Mm -hmm. the cartoon. Um, And it's stuff like... Uh, I I don't think this one was called this. Maybe one of the issues is called um, X is for Extreme or something like that. Mm -hmm. You know, ridiculous puns like that. Everyone's got pouches everywhere. Uh, It's the team from the TV show. But um, they have defeated all of the evil mutants that had ever been in the TV show. So Juggernaut, Mm -hmm. Magneto, blah, blah, blah. They are um, Seinfeld reference. Yada yada yada, yada, um, yada, yada. <laughs> they um they have won essentially. Yeah, they are not feared by people anymore. They're completely accepted. They're almost like rock stars. Mm-hmm. Um, and they refer to it as the Westchester Wars. We, um, and now they're um they there haven't been any bad guys for a while now, and all of a sudden something changes. So uh, that's one of the other things that's that's been going on. Inferno, which was another X-Men thing from the 80s, I believe, or 70s or 80s. I've been reading that one. That one's been great. So far, I haven't read one that I hated. Mm-hmm. All of them have been really good stories. Old Man Logan, which we've talked about a few times on here, uh, there's a continuation of that. All of them know that... They're in this new world, mm-hmm. and there's only a few people that remember the old world. Doom's one of them. Doctor Strange is one of them. And there's a few people that built a quote-unquote life raft mm-hmm. and came back from the other um, the other worlds, the old worlds. Mm-hmm. So some of them are um, uh, Star-Lord's one of them, the, or- uh, the original Mr. Fantastic. But the Ultimates, uh, Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic, is a bad guy in that universe. And he was able to bring back like Thanos and some some other like bad guys. So in the main series, the the Secret War series, that's kind of what's going on there. Um, the police of this entire world are Thors, so you can join the Thor Corps, and you just become a Thor and you're um, Doom's police. So it's it's it. Before it started, it sounded really ridiculous. Kind of talking about it, it sounds ridiculous. Sounds ridiculous. But it's it's actually been really good. It's been one of the best uh, ev- events. Are kind of <clears throat> original sin was a couple of year, uh, a couple of months or years back, about a year. Uh, Axis was a couple of months back. All of those have been kind of meh, not real great. But this one so far, I've really enjoyed. So and it has so many tie-ins and stuff that I'm like so behind trying to catch up with everything. Mm. So. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to w- to what else comes out through that. I've I've like I said, I've liked everything so far that I've read. So, and I I've read at least a dozen different titles from it probably. So that sounds all balls crazy insane. Yeah, it really is. But good. Yeah, and it's 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 um because one of my favorite X Men stories was Age of Apocalypse, which is a completely um DC calls them Else Worlds, mm-hmm. Marvel calls them What Ifs. Um, they're not the normal timeline. They're not like canon. Well, I think they are canon, but they aren't. In their for own like, universe. Yeah, for their own universe. And this is just doing that, like th- throwing all the crazy ideas that people have had forever or like to continue. What if, the, you know, this didn't end? Mm. What if, you know, the bad guys won? What if the Marvel zombies had to fight Ultron? You know, that kind of ridiculousness. And it's been really fun so a far. Nerd's wet dream. Yeah, exactly, exactly. A Marvel nerds. Yeah, Marvel nerds. Oh, Black Cat is sniffing Nathan's earphones, mm-hmm. wanting to know where his greatest nemesis is. Yeah, he's missing him tonight. That's true. 
He, he has I the taste of blood. His, I even saw him stick his little paw in to open the door. <laughs> to find him. Where's that Nathan? That Nathan weirdo at? Well, you got anything else, Ray? I think that's about it. Yep, I think I am all entertainment out. Yeah, yep, that's what we're spent. up to. Uh, if you're listening to us from FloridaGeekScene.com, we want to welcome you guys aboard. Uh, we've seen that uh, a lot. We've been getting a lot of traffic from there. So, thanks yeah. for listening, guys. Thank you, guys. Go. Ahead. You can like us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. There is Facebook.com/slash/NerdsWhoGetLaid. We have a Twitter, so you can like us there, and you can also follow us on Stitcher. So. Each episode comes out usually on Mondays, unless I screw it up. Or so. Podbean is down again. Or Podbean is down again. They so will be uh, down again because we just said that they're down again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like like oh, they think we break all the time, huh? <laughs> Let's really <laughs> We're break them this time. Yeah. All right, guys. So we we want to thank you for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. See you next week, guys, and see you at Infinity Con. <laughs>